The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What are Dave Ramsey's baby steps? We're going to answer that question on today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am the host, Paul Jamison, and I started in business back in 2011, started this show in 2018, just kind of sharing my entrepreneurship journey. And if you're around the business world, the money world, a name that you will hear quite frequently is Dave Ramsey. And that's honestly, because he's a world-class marketer and uh, he's just very good at marketing. That's why we've all heard his name. But I do want to talk today about the seven baby steps that is Dave's proven plan to paying off debt, saving money, and building wealth. Uh, They've proven themselves time and time again that they are steps that work. To be honest, I am a avid listener of Dave Ramsey's podcast, and it is ultra inspiring to hear the debt-free screams when people get on his program and share those debt-free screams. And he has a millionaire theme hour. And a lot of times what happens is folks that did a debt-free scream, you know, five, four, four, five, six, seven, eight years later, they come back to do a millionaire theme hour report because now they're millionaires. So the plan works. So if you want to do better with your money, then this is a plan that is proven and Sometimes it can feel like Mount Everest in our finances. Maybe we've made poor decisions in the past and it's just like, oh man, I, I don't know if you know what Mount, Mount Everest is, but it's over in Nepal, uh, China area. The uh, I think it's the largest mountain in the world. I watch all these YouTube videos of people trying to hike up it and things of that nature. It can be a daunting task. So how do you reach the top of these Mount Everest dreams in your life to, to uh, you know accomplish these big goals? Well, Dave Ramsey says it's one baby step at a time. So let's talk about these baby steps. And one thing I want to emphasize is these baby steps are not just getting out of debt. Only one, well, a couple of the baby steps are getting out of debt. One's about paying off your mortgage. One's about paying off your debt. But the point of these baby steps is to build wealth. And Dave's premise is that our greatest wealth building tool And our tool belt is our income. Let's hypothetically say your income is $10,000 per month. Well, if you have $10,000 coming in, but because you have debt payments on your vehicle, on your credit cards, on this, that, and the other, and the $10,000 comes in and the $10,000 goes out because so much of it is going towards payment, well, then there's no margin to invest 
and capitalize on compound interest and other uh, you know wise opportunities to invest where you can grow your money. And so his point is free up your income as quickly in life as possible so that you can invest and uh, kind of build wealth on steroids, so to speak, by capitalizing on compound interest. Now, this is not an idea that Dave Ramsey invented. Of course, Warren Buffett, who I uh, quote on this program a lot, he shares that as well. I listened to a speech that was really moving when he was speaking to his, his students. I think they just had, were graduating uh, college and he was telling them that it's a shame that they're getting out of college with student debt because he's like, when I was your age, I was plus 30,000 in my net worth. And I just started investing, investing, and you know, now he's got multiple billions. And so one thing I think Warren Buffett and Dave Ramsey would agree upon is you want to be able to have your income free and clear of, of payments so that that income can go to building more wealth and, of course, giving um, as well. So we'll get into all of that. But I just wanted to clarify, uh, this podcast is not about just paying off debt. It's about building wealth and paying off debt is just a part of that process. So let's get into these seven baby steps before I ramble myself along as I have a tendency to do, <laughs> not stick to the script here. Baby step number one, save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. So what happened when Dave Ramsey started with, as he says, his um, bad suit and overhead projector back in the late 80s, early 90s, as he was uh, sharing this information predominantly at a Bible study at his church and and just, you know, amongst uh, people there in his community, kind of in a one-on-one setting, he was realizing, man, folks are trying to do all of this stuff with their money, such as save and pay off debt and put money aside for, for maybe a vacation or college. And then they're trying to do this, that, and the other. And they got, you know, 13, 14 things going on and barely getting any traction or momentum because there's too much going on. And I was actually recently talking to my YouTube coach. I'm in a, a, a mastermind with um, Caleb Allman and uh, Corey Ballard and uh, Naylor uh, Jason Krill, myself, we all hired a YouTube coach to help us build a, a better YouTube channel. And this guy was telling me this principle. He's like, Paul, because I, I have two YouTube channels. He's like, listen, just focus on the Green Industry Podcast YouTube channel in this season. Like go all in on one thing because if you can go all in with all your focus, all your um, tunnel vision on one thing, you're going to get a lot more done than trying to be divided with two things. And so Dave Ramsey's point with his baby steps is focus on one financial goal at a time until you accomplish that goal, which he calls a baby step. Once you accomplish that baby step, then we can go to the next baby step. So baby step one is to save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. So for some, this could be actually very difficult if you don't have $1,000 in your personal um, emergency fund, but as quickly as possible, figure out a way to scrape together $1,000 to put into a starter emergency fund. A funny story about this. I used to live in an apartment and on my refrigerator, I had my goals. This was before the Fullertons told me about a vision board. And I had the baby steps kind of listed on there and it, and it said, baby emergency fund, $1,000. And my brothers came to visit me for spring break. And they're like, 
uh, you got something to tell us? And I was like, no. And they're like, we know. And I was like, what? You know what? And they're like, you're having a baby. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like on your refrigerator, it says you're, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, that's the starter emergency fund, the baby emergency fund. So anyway, I had to explain to them that I, I did not impregnate uh, a woman, but uh, nevertheless, save $1,000 as quickly as possible, whether you have to sell something or just work extra, try to scrape together that $1,000 and put it in an emergency fund. And the point of that $1,000 is if there is an emergency, instead of going back into debt by putting the emergency on a credit card, instead you have that $1,000 saved, you can dip into that, pay for your emergency and get moving along. We will talk about the fully funded emergency fund in baby step three. Baby step number two is pay off all debt except the house using the debt snowball. So that's good for one thing and one thing only, holding you back. (laughs) That's what Dave Ramsey says. So you don't want to be held back. I don't want to be held back. In the book of Proverbs, it says the borrower is slave to the lender. That means if you borrow money, who you borrowed it from, you're a slave to them. The borrower is slave to the lender. So the point that Dave Ramsey makes is he wants us to thrive and thriving starts by becoming debt-free. So you want to follow this plan, we got to save $1,000 up. And then the next step is to attack debt with a vengeance using the debt snowball method paying off one debt at a time from smallest to largest, gaining momentum until you're debt-free. So the critics would say, well, let's say you have five debts and you number the, you know, you put the debts out in a list, you put the amount you owe to the debtor, and then you put the interest rate. The sophisticated, smart mathematician would say, well, if you have one, it's 18%, one's 13%, and the rest of them are in single-digit percent interest, Start paying off the one with the highest percent interest rate first and just work your way down. That makes sense, right? As Lee Corso says on college game day, not so fast, my friend. Mathematically, that would make sense. And Dave Ramsey has this joke. He's like, well, if you were doing math, you wouldn't be in debt, (laughs) which is kind of uh, comical. But the point is, if we found ourselves in debt, it wasn't because we're great at math or we wouldn't have borrowed money if we really understood how compound interest works. So there's a momentum, emotional ingredient that Dave Ramsey discovered about paying off debt that he calls the debt snowball. So I'm hypothetically saying, giving an example of somebody who has five debts, you make that list. And instead of the list being dictated by the percent of the interest rate, you let you, you put the amount owed with the smallest amount owed on the top of that list, then the second smallest balance, then the third smallest balance, the fourth, and so on. And here's the thought. You pay minimum payments on everything because you want to stay current. Any extra money you can get by selling something, by working extra, by just scraping, you know, being uh, gritty and earning more income or selling stuff or whatever you got to do legally to make more money, you throw that extra found money on that debt at the top of the list, which is going to have the smallest balance. And what happens is when you pay that debt off, I'm telling you this thing works. You get something called momentum. 
Now, I love sports. I like playing sports. I like watching sports. I, I, I like sports. And one of the most phenomenal things to witness in sports is when a team or even in individual sports like golf, when somebody gets momentum. Because then it's like, man, things just start going their way. And um, no, 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 stop, Marty. <laughs> stop it. He said Georgia fourth quarter. Okay, that's an example. We're not going to dwell on that, but Ohio State goes in up 38 to 24. They had the opposite of momentum. They're the best player in the planet in college football. Marvin Harrison Jr. is on the sideline, and the trainers won't give him his helmet because he had a concussion. And so Ohio State didn't have, they had their star tight end in the Grady Memorial Hospital. The, and then they had their star receiver on the bench. So anyway, they were all out of sorts. They didn't have any groupings or plans with the personnel they had. They were just flat. And it was going to be very hard for them to move the ball and score. And their, their running backs were injured and, oh, it was a mess. Georgia, on the other hand, they started getting momentum. One of Ohio State players falls down. They score a 76-yard touchdown very unexpectedly. You know, as a fluke play, the guy fell down. And then the next thing, some more good things happen and some more good things. Next thing you know, they have all the momentum in the world. And they win the game. So in the financial realm, once you pay off that first debt, you get that email. Congratulations. Your account is paid off or whatever the notification is. You all of a sudden get momentum. Then you take the money we're paying on that debt and you put it extra on the second debt, which now, you know, moves up to the top of the list and you pay minimum payments on all the other ones. And you tack that top one with a vengeance until that debt is paid off. And then you go to the next one. And all of a sudden, even though mathematically, yes, it would make more sense to pay the highest interest rate off first, because with that plan, you don't get that momentum you can lose heart and just be like, oh, you know, I've never climbed Mount Everest, but I have a friend who has done it. And, and I've also watched a ton of YouTube about Mount Everest. And it can be daunting because my friend was telling me, you go to these different base camps and you go to the next one, you go to the next one. It's, it's butt chilly cold. And you're looking up at that mountain and, you know, you'd be like, hey, you know what, I, I, I don't want to do this. And that's how it can be when you're paying off debt. But when you get that momentum... You got a little confidence. You're like, I paid off one. I can pay off the next one. This plan works. Pay off all debt. I love on YouTube a playlist that's uh, Dave Ramsey debt-free screams. I think it has like 400 and something videos in there. I recently went to um, Charleston, South Carolina for Christmas. About a five-hour drive both ways. And for the majority of that 10-hour tr uh, trip, I put on shuffle the Dave Ramsey debt-free screams playlist. And I just got to listen to person after person tell these crazy stories of how they paid off $45,000 of debt, $117,000 of debt, $87,000 of debt. And they tell you how many months it took them. And they just start sharing how that debt snowball worked and obviously helped them achieve their goal. So anyway, um, remember those money saving tricks from baby step one, use them to put all the extra cash you could toward a feature debt, baby step two, turn up the heat, See how thrifty you can get. No eating out. Dave has a saying that you shouldn't see the inside of a restaurant unless you work there. So by being thrifty, just pay off this debt. And keep in mind, this isn't forever. This is just a season. And 
once you're out of debt, then you can look back at the season and it'll be totally worth it. But you got to get what he calls gazelle intense. So I'm going to explain what that means and share the rest of the baby steps coming right up. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Sync Live, there's going to be demonstrations educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Designed for landscaping professionals, the Z700 Series zero-turn mowers from Kubota are the best in class in performance, productivity, comfort, and durability. You'll love the commercial-grade engines, durable spindle assembly, and a low profile with 14-inch wheels. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Okay, so before the obscene profit timeout, I teased about the gazelle, and this is an example. Uh, I know Naylor loves when I give my animal analogies here, but in the animal kingdom, the cheetah, I believe, is the fastest animal. But something interesting happens when they film a cheetah and a gazelle is that the gazelle actually outruns the cheetah. And you might be thinking, well, the cheetah's faster than the cheetah should win the race. Here's why the gazelle outruns the cheetah. The cheetah's motivation is their next meal. They can catch the gazelle. They get lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever time of day it is, right? The gazelle's intention and goal is true survival. They know if they get caught, they're going to get bitten, eaten by the cheetah. And so 
you may have heard the term run for your life. That's no joke in the situation of the uh, gazelle running from the cheetah. It was either 2010 or 11 when Dave Ramsey was here in my city and at the Duluth, uh, they had an arena there and he shared this story from the stage with the visual video going with it actually showing this. And it was, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, this video was worth thousands of words because you can see it. Wow. That shouldn't have happened, right? The gazelle should have been eaten, but he wasn't because he was focused on saving his life. And so that's the point that Dave makes because in the actual Proverbs, it talks about if you're in debt, run from that debt, meaning pay off that debt like a gazelle running from the cheetah. I believe that's in Proverbs chapter six. And so if we are going to get out of debt, it can't be this willy-nilly half-butt effort that needs to be like a gazelle focused that 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 we view debt as the cheetah that's trying to destroy us and we're going to run from it as fast as possible that doesn't mean run from it like dodge the 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 bill that comes in the mail and then ignore it. no it means it means pay it off what you owe pay it off and get that out of our life once and for all so we can have freedom financially and build wealth baby step number 3 save 3 to 6 months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. So once the debt's gone and it's never coming back, hopefully now you want to beef up that emergency savings fund. So if you remember in baby step one, it was at a thousand dollars. Well, you want it to be three to six months of your expenses. So if your monthly expenses are $5,000 to operate your household, then your fully funded emergency fund should be probably 15,000 or more, or maybe it, cost 10,000 to run your household, then you're going to want 30 to 60,000 in that fully funded emergency fund. So there's way too many of y'all listening to give all the different examples of possibly what you would need to save. But the point is it's variable. If you're a 19 year old kid living in your parents' basement, your three to six month fully emergency fund is going to look different than a gentleman with a wife and two kids and, you know, diapers and baby formula and all the more, you know, there's various um, living expenditures at different stages of life and different um, dependents. So uh, save three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund in your specific situation. We good with that, Mr. Producer? Uh, baby step number four, invest 15% of your household income in retirement. And so uh, shout outs to Sheila Chaplin. She's a phenomenal certified financial planner. If you guys want to learn more about um, retirement, uh, you can check out her. Uh, her information's in the show notes. There's another podcast that I like listening to. It's called The Money Guys. M-O-N-E-G-U-S, Money Guys. And they're on YouTube. And I think the guy might, his name might be Preston or something like that. And he's got a, he's got a sidekick. And they just talk all about investing and compound interest. And I really enjoy listening to their show as well. Um, that is the money guys. But you want to be investing 15% of your household income into retirement. I'm not going to get into 
the differences between the Roth IRA and a 401k and traditional IRA and all of those types of things. What I would recommend, and let me give a disclaimer, I'm not a certified financial planner. I'm not a, I'm not a legal, you know, advice on this topic. My recommendation is to hire a reputable investment pro and check how they get paid. If they get commission off the vice they give you and it's in their favor, run like that gazelle from them, right? You want somebody who's reputable, has amazing reputation, like trustworthy, who has your best interest in mind. Um, because we've all heard the stories, right? What was that basketball player for the San Antonio Spurs? Tall guy? No, not David Robinson. The other guy. Tim Duncan. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I, I, th- I think back in the day, I heard like some crazy story, how he lost millions of dollars because he just gave it to some guy to invest and it went south. And so anyway, with retirement, we have other shows about that and let's do other shows. Mr. Producer, let's put that on the list for, for episodes this year where we'll give some um, professionals the opportunity to explain further how to wisely invest uh, that money. But the point is once you're out of debt, your fully funded emergency fund, you want to um, start saving, investing 15% of your gross household income into retirement accounts. Now, the money guys are probably going to teach you want to save, I think they say 25%. And it was interesting because they were in Dave Ramsey's studio inter- kind of interviewing each other. And they're like, we're not going to sit here and get into fights about if you should be investing 15% of your household income or 25% of your household income. The point is invest in, invest in retirement. You're, you're going to be, whether it's 15 or 25%, statistically, so few are actually doing it that it, it's it's not, it, you're exactly. Well, why, why don't you host the show, Mr. Producer? He said, uh, major it in the minors. You don't want to major in the minor. The point is invest in retirement and whether you decide to do 15% of your gross household income or 25%, they're both wise decisions. So Dave would tell you 15, the money guys would say 25, and they could give their 10 minute explanation that I'm not going to do for the sake of time. But baby step number five um, is save for your children's college fund. And then baby step, step number six is pay off your home early. So Dave calls this part of the baby steps you're intentional, not intense. So in, in baby step two, you need that intensity of the gazelle, but the gazelle can't run like that day after day after day. It's just a, it's just a short sprint to get away from the cheetah. And then I'm sure they can go, you know, take a nap by the river. Right? So when you're getting into these later baby steps, such as baby step six of paying off your home early, you want to be intentional. So you still want to be paying attention, but it, you don't have to have the intensity you have and baby step two, the average American has a monthly budget line of almost uh, 1600 for their mortgage. So the point of baby step number six is what if that disappeared? Meaning you, you paid off your house in full. So now instead of spending that 1600 on average to the lending company, that 1600 is all yours. And once you achieve that, then that gets really fun because there's a lot you can do with that 1600 extra a month or whatever your mortgage is, which could be saving for a fun vacation, saving more, you know, putting more towards retirement. And the list goes on and on. It's a good problem to have. So the point is to pay off 
um, your uh, house in baby step number six. So Dave Ramsey recommends a 15-year fixed rate mortgage. Baby step seven is then the final one. When you've crossed this, you've arrived, Andy Mulder zone. Baby step seven, build wealth and give. For those of you who don't know, Andy Mulder's been on my show, and I'm 99% sure he's paid off his mortgage, and he's 100% debt-free. So at this point, you grow your wealth beyond your wildest dreams, and you give. The The most fun you can have with money is, is giving. And um, whether you invested in your 401k or Roth IRA, max them out, max them out, max them out And at this stage. And again, a reputable investment pro can explain to you which one would be best for your situation. There are so many variables with all of this, but the point is just max those out to to full capacity and just watch that compound interest grow, build wealth and give. Those are the seven steps, the Babe Ram, Dave Ramsey baby steps, save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund, pay off all debt, except the house using the debt snowballs. Number two, number three, save three to six months of expensive and expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. Baby step number four, invest 15% of your household income in retirement. Baby step five, save for your children's college fund. Baby step six, pay off your home early. Baby step seven, build wealth and give. I really appreciate you listening all the way to the end on this episode. If you guys have not checked out the YouTube channel, I am putting these um, podcast episodes up as videos on the YouTube as well as uh, YouTube shorts and clips. And we're just going all in on YouTube, uh, providing, trying to provide the highest quality content to help you really improve your business and your life. And so a lot of time, energy and efforts going into our YouTube content and uh, really hope that it moves the needle in your life and help you grow not just only in your business, but also in your life. So check out the Green Industry Podcast on the YouTube. Thanks for listening to today's show, guys. I hope you smash that follow button, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.